Hey guys, welcome to The Real Shit with Brit and Wit. This is Whitney. And this is Brittany. And this is the podcast that's here to make you feel normal in your everyday life. Hello, everyone. Hello, welcome back. So if you listened to our last episode where we had Lindsay Clough on, um, that was amazing. If you didn't, you need to go listen to that one. We talked all about marriage, relationship. She's a life coach. Good, good stuff. So go check that out. Great insight. Yeah. If you guys have not listened to it, you need to go and listen to that episode. Such a good one. And then today, Whit and I are just kind of bullshitting about where, you know, what's up lately in life. We're going to talk all about momming and how it kicks our asses. We're going to talk about some tactics we've been on. Britt, let's start with you. Like we did a health episode where you kind of talked about like having long COVID and what's been going on with you health wise, like give us an update. What's going on? Yeah. So I really have come a long way, even since our episode talking about all of that. Um, basically what we've found recently, I did like a bunch of autoimmune blood testing and I have Epstein-Barr kind of just flaring and wreaking havoc in my system which if no one knows about Epstein-Barr, it's actually like 90%, 95% of the population. We all have Epstein-Barr in our system, basically. It just lays dormant and it's basically like mono. So if you were younger and you ever got mono, yep, a lot of people don't even know that they had mono because you can just kind of get a mild sore throat, think that you're sick, strep throat, whatever. Um, and it can lay dormant in your system for years, decades. And then something happens to you, whether it be a surgery, a traumatic event, a car accident, I mean, an illness in my case, COVID getting COVID and it just unleashes the freaking beast in your body. So that was really interesting for me to find out. Yeah. Yeah. And I've learned so much about Epstein. It's a bitch to have in your system (laughs) to be active. It is a bitch. (laughs) I mean, that that's so crazy to think like. It's weird because from a day-to-day life, I look at my body and I'm like, my body can do so much, right? Like, I mean, we all should be grateful that we have bodies and that we move or whatever, you know what I mean? But I'm like, for the most part, I feel like our bodies are pretty like strong and they do a lot. They carry us through, like we do things without really thinking about it. Right. But to have like one thing that can happen to you and completely throw your life off is so crazy. Like the thought of that, like blows my mind. Yeah. And you know, it's like, it's nice to kind of have more answers with because it makes more sense to me. So what I actually did is I go and get, I do lots of things. Like once a week I go and have acupuncture, I get weekly massages. Um, well, let me backtrack for a second. So Epstein is a little bitch that gets in your system and wreaks havoc on different organs. Um, its main goal is like to get up and like get your thyroid. Um, so it causes is like, it is it like a virus? Is it? Yeah, it's called EBV Epstein Barr virus. Okay, and um, it's not like something that is like I'm not like contagious. I'm not. Yeah. It's just um, once it activates again in your system, it's just a bitch to kind of get it back dormant again. Right. So tons of us are walking around with Epstein bar in our system. You just don't, it's not active. Right. Right. So, um, right. We went through this whole past year, nine months, just going like, what the hell is happening to my body? I don't understand like long COVID this or that. Well, I've done so much research and I'll tell you how I found out about it, but, um, Epstein bar, that's what, that is the main like thing that causes people chronic fatigue. Um, 
uh, oh my God, you name it, all the autoimmune things people say, like, well, you have lupus, MS, this, that. It's all stemming from Epstein Barr, just flaring. Oh, that's fascinating. It's crazy. So um, it explains a lot. And I'm really actually grateful to have an understanding of like what the hell's happening in my body now. Um, but it is a bitch to like get back. It's basically building up your immune system again and just time and healing and all the things. So, um, I do a lot of things, right? Like I go to massage once a week because my nervous system, what happened is it went in and just shot my nervous system to hell. Right. Right. So your central nervous system, you guys, like I've learned so much about the central nervous system in your brain. It's crazy. You take it for granted until it's out of whack. Totally. Right. And then you're like, why am I dizzy all randomly? Why do my hormones like now in my cycle, I get really dizzy, nauseous. Um, my hormones flare it really, really bad. Yeah. Cause and having a period is not like bad enough. So let's make it worse by completely throwing everything off. Yeah. Let's make it worse by like every time you get in a car and you want to drive, you're dizzy and you feel like you're going to faint at the wheel. That's super fun. Um, so anyway, I go get a massage once a week. I do a lot of therapies to like calm my nervous system. And, and honestly, wait, I'm going to say this girl, like it, in the beginning, I'd have people tell me you're going to look back on this one day and you're going to come out of this stronger. And I literally was in such a terrible, dark place that I just was like, fuck off. Like, I don't want anyone to tell me like this, this is ruining my life. All the things I can come sit here today. No, I still hate hate this. I, I right. really never happened to me. Obviously it has changed a lot of aspects about my life, physically everything, but I can sit here and say that it has forced me to look in the mirror and like change the shit that was already like really damaging my system as it was like a lot of us struggle with like OCD thoughts and behaviors, right. And, and, mm-hmm. um, our mindset and, you know, just those ruminations that, you know, or whatever it is. And, and I struggled with that a lot. So on the outside, you guys know this, it was like, Brit was go, go, go do all the things. Yay. And that was all real. But like on the inside, I just was not facing my traumas. I wasn't, I wasn't getting rid of them. I was just kind of living in it all the time and like acting like I was fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Right. And so really, really made me have to stand up and look in the mirror wit and, and, and settle the fuck down, honestly, in my nervous system. Like even with my kids and stuff, I was always the yelling mom. It's like, I get stressed and just boom, zero to a hundred. Right. And that over time, years of that, I've been through two divorces. You guys, you know, out there, if you go through traumatic life changes like that, it's, you go through all the things you're, you're oh, stressing yeah. your mind, you're stressing your body. Right. So I've been through all of the things and over the years, it was just like, I was so weakened in already in my central nervous system that COVID hit activated Epstein bar. Boom. It just fucked me up. And just, I, my system crashed basically. Right. And so I actually can sit here today and say, I'm so grateful because for that reason, because wit, like, oh my gosh, I've been working with a neuro coach who's doing a bunch of like brain neuroplasticity and like brain rewiring with me. And we got to do an episode on this alone and we will do that. But I feel like I am like coming out of this so different. I have a much more calm presence about me. I handle stress so much better. Like 
she has really helped me just completely rewire my brain in that sense. It's weird. Cause it's like, what? I feel That's like, amazing. I feel like I'm like a different person like that. Right. I do things where it's like, I go out in my yard in the backyard and just sit in the grass and get grounded in the sun and just meditate. Like that was never Brit. I never meditated. I'm more like, I'm going to go to kickbox and just kick the shit out of something. And like, right. Yeah. <laughs> Like I can go up in my closet and I can do like visualizations. Like that's what she teaches you. It's almost like hypnotic visualizations where you go deep girl. Like I go and I'm on the beach with like my higher self and my younger selves, like showing my younger selves a lot. Like it's crazy shit. We got to talk about this another time. You didn't talk about this. That's kind of where I'm at. Like to where I do feel grateful because this is really affected me um like that in a positive manner and then spiritually girl you know I've always struggled religiously I feel like I'm finding God again and for the first time in my life I'm like Jesus is real I'm not maybe that's an episode we need to do too sometime and talk about our beliefs and kind of that's something that we haven't touched on because it's been it's a sensitive topic especially here in Utah but I feel like maybe that would be a good Maybe that's something we can talk about one time too, but that's, I'm, that's great for you. I'm really happy. Yeah. So those are just some areas where I'm like, it's really just, it's changed me inside, but then like, there's also the physical aspect of it where I'm still trying to understand the symptoms and kind of find my baseline and whatever I'm able to exercise again, which is amazing. That is amazing. Cause there I'm, was a time I remember that you were like, this is just never going to happen. Like I've lost all my muscle. Like I, this is never going to happen again. Like, oh my gosh, I withered away to nothing. Like you saw me, it was yeah. devastating. I couldn't even move. Like I couldn't even do a body weighted squat without dying on the couch. Like I said, in the episode for three right. days, and this was the end of my life. Like my muscles didn't work. So something I'm doing, <clears throat> excuse me, between supplements, all my therapies, everything, like something's working, but gosh, girl, it is such a slow damn process. I mean, it really, this healing process has like been the hardest thing I've ever been through. Um, but there's there's positives. I have dark days still, but they're not as dark as they used to be. And it's always in my hormones when it's flaring, like I can get pretty low. It just kind of dives you into that, like more depressive state. Mm-hmm. Then, as soon as my damn cycle's over, I'm like, oh, I'm fine. So oh, then I'm good. I'm, yeah. Oh, I totally have some like PMDD going on where it's like, I'm just, my hormones are more out of whack, whatever. But yeah, overall I'm improving in a lot of areas and I'm very, very, very grateful for that, but I still have a road ahead of me. Um, and this we'll do this on another episode too, but my massage therapist, she was like, when I told her about Epstein bar, she was like, have you ever heard of the medical medium? And I was no. like, what? Yeah. And she's like, okay, Brittany, I have this book. I have an extra copy and I want you to read it. Like he goes into extreme detail on Epstein bar virus and what it's doing to her body. And she, she's like, this like changed my daughter-in-law's life. Like her daughter-in-law oh. like lupus and like literally healed from it and all these things like crazy. So she gave me this book. I start reading it a couple of weeks ago and I am just on a different level. Like I can't, this is blowing my mind. So that's got to be another episode we talk about and go more into detail, I think, because I'm learning so much and I'm going to start doing his protocols Okay. see where this can take me. Yeah. And he's literally a medium. I'm not kidding. Usually I look at things like this and I'm like, oh, wackadoo, whatever, no. And I read his like story of when he was young 
and how he had this gift and like could hear this voice and whatever. And he like hated it when he was younger, hated it. Like he hated that this happened to him and he fought it for years and years and years and years, but he could like tell people what was wrong with them and what's going on in their body and all these things and how to heal and whatever. It sounds crazy, but I was reading this and like everything in my soul was like, Oh my God, I believe this dude. Like, this is crazy. So I like followed him on Instagram and all these things. And you have all these people's testimonials of like, I was chronically ill for years, or I had this, or I got this, or I got this. And like, so grateful for medical medium, like his protocols of like, save their lives. Yeah. That is crazy. Where I'm at. Definitely have to do an episode on that because that's fascinating. Pookie Brittany is just like, I'm just going to go off with a medium now and just like, let's do this. It's fine. I don't, I don't think, did we ever talk about the fact that we went, I went and saw a medium for Valentine's day? <gasps> no. Oh my gosh. We'll have to talk about that. Maybe. Too. <laughs> oh my gosh. I like, just... what my husband took me to do on Valentine's day, which I mean, we've, like I said earlier, like we've never really talked about what we believe in, but my husband definitely yeah. like is iffy on all of that stuff. Like, Oh my gosh. So that was really kind of a fascinating experience as well. So we'll have to talk about that sometime. You know what? No, we're going to record again for our next episode. That's what we're doing right there. We're going to get into that. We're going to talk about religion, religion, mediums, where we stand. Okay. Totally. Yeah. Let's do it. That will be a good okay. episode. We just have our next one. But what about you, Wit? Like personally, what's, where are you at? What's going on? I mean, life? I feel like it's mostly same old, same old here, you know, like, This year has been crazy. It's always crazy, but work is good. I mean, real estate is, has been like such a roller. It's always a roller coaster ride. It's such an emotional, like roller coaster ride sometimes. Like it is one where you think like when you are doing all the deals and things are good, you're like, oh my gosh, I am killing it. I'm doing so good. Like I'm awesome. And then there's just the slow times where you're not doing a whole lot and you're like, Oh my gosh, am I cut out for this business? Like, so there it's just always a roller coaster ride, but right now we're in the thick of like the spring market and things are good. So, um, just busy with that. And then kids and, you know, running everybody everywhere and getting ready for the end of the school year. So I feel like, I mean, life is mostly normal here. So yeah. Well, I always love watching your reels for your reels. Oh my God. You always do the cutest, <laughs> cutest reels. If you guys don't follow Wit on Instagram, you got to go check her out. She does like the greatest. And I feel like you don't get enough credit for that. Cause I think people that aren't in the real estate world probably just maybe like skim on by it or whatever, but no, like, sure, it, of course, yeah. like you are really good at doing your reels for your business. I oh my it. gosh. I love you. They're like the dumbest. They're so dumb, but they're, they're fun. And I just at the beginning of the year, I was like, I just need to create like some kind of a goal and do something for like marketing with real estate. And I was like, I'm going to just try it. I'm going to post. So my goal was to post two a week, which I was really good for the first few months of the year. And now it's kind of like fallen flat, but I'm trying to get back to at least doing one a week. So no, but I they like- are, they're mostly stupid, but yeah, come on, no, watch, <laughs> come on, watch and laugh, laugh along with me. You got to keep real estate like interesting, you know what I mean? Put a little, like you put a little spice into it. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit of spice, no boobs, but a little bit of spice. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love it. Um, one day I'm just, oh my gosh. Speaking of that, the new uh, season of selling sunset. (gasps) Yes. Have you already started it? I just started it. So we've only watched one episode because Brad is also 
like I got him really into it. So I can't watch it with Adam now. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. I saw that it was on Netflix or is it Hulu or Netflix? Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yes, I have a new bath show. Like I was yeah. so, I have a show that I watch in the bath now. It's and so, I'm, have you started it? No, not this new season, but I thought of you every time I see selling sunset, you guys, I'm like, oh, that's what, that's oh my, my God, girl. Like it's but so it's funny to look like, to think back to their first episode, like their first season is so different than where it is now I mean yes like they're selling homes all that kind of stuff but the amount of like the clothes that these women are not and not not saying like if you're getting famous or you're bringing in all kinds of money now or you're doing like people are of course gonna like dress different or like if I was on a show I probably would do the same thing but it's just so dramatic I literally spent this first episode you have to tell me what you think when you watch it because I literally spent the first episode going like what are these people wearing what oh are God. they wearing? Like, like every, every frame. I'm like, what, who would choose that? Like, what, what are they wearing? Okay. Oh I'm excited. Gosh. Now after we get jealous. Yeah. You've got to watch it. We'll have to talk about that. After oh we're God, so ridiculous. I'll, I'll go fill up a bathtub and get in it and watch it. And then I'll text you. Yes. Watch the first um, episode. But do you, okay. Do you ever feel like you now being a real estate agent. Cause I know girl, you've sold some homes. Okay. You've got some of that bling bling coming in. Um, do you ever feel like it kind of, you kind of get into it. You're like, okay, damn, like I got some Benjamins now. I <laughs> Yes. But that's again, the roller coaster ride of real estate, right? Like you're selling these houses and you get a good commission check and you're like, yeah, damn. Like I am like, yeah, that was a good commission check. Right. Like, and the thing is like, your commission check comes in and you're paying like your broker a fee. If you're on a team, you're paying like team splits, like, and then you've got to save money for taxes. So like, you're not taking in that whole like commission that they're showing. I actually am very curious on selling sunset, how much of that commission they take home. But, um, I mean, honestly, even if they're taking half of what they show, like that's a freaking good commission. But like, yeah, like there's sometimes where I'm like, yes, this is really good. But then I have months of like not doing anything, Ah, you know, so it's like you have to live off of that commission until the next deal closes. So it really is a roller coaster ride on that. On that end. You know what too with them is it's like, okay, they make way more on houses and stuff that they sell, but it's also like their lifestyle is so ridiculously Oh, expensive. for sure. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I know because, okay, good point. Because on that show, every time, like, uh, when you're watching the people and they're like, well, I think I might buy a house this year. I'm like, girl, how many homes are you selling a year? Because they're showing these commissions are like $150,000, 200,000. Like if you're selling these type of homes, which granted, not every deal is going to be like, $17 million. You know what I mean? Like not every deal is that deal, but like you would think by now you'd own a home, but then also maybe the area they want to live is like $8 million. Yeah. You know, maybe that's the average cost of a home. I don't know. It is kind of crazy. Cause I just, I remember thinking like, how do you not already own a home? But then I'm sure that that's like the cost of living is crazy. Ridiculous where they're oh, at. Yeah. So um, I remember last summer, there is a home, a couple houses down from us that is my exact same house, like the structure, the build, everything, the floor plan, whatever I'm trying to say. 
And um, I didn't know the people that lived there before. So I've never been in it. But then when they had an open house, I was walking and I was like, oh my gosh, I got to go in. Like, this is our same house, but looks different. I want to go see it. And Mark and I have not upgraded anything in our house yet. Like we bought it for the shell. Cause we're like, okay, six kids uh, at the time, five kids, whatever. It was perfect for us. And we knew one day we're like, this is where we're going to raise our kids. Everyone's going to, we're going to grow old here. Like we'll upgrade it eventually when kids stop shitting everything up here. Right. So I go down to this house and I walk in and I'm like jaw to the freaking floor. They had it all upgraded, hardwood for like knocked out a wall, opened it up, had like a loft upstairs where like one of our bedrooms is. Oh, wow. I was like, damn, I couldn't even know my house looked like this. Like, <laughs> what? oh, I was in heaven. I came home and I was like, babe, can we just do a swap? Like, can we just go get that house down there? And, and, but the funny thing is, is he's like, um, they're selling it for double what we paid for our house. So that's yeah. no, um, but anyway, it just, ever since then now, I just am like, I just feel angry in my own house. <laughs> I have a beautiful home. I'm like, I'm grateful. But when I feel like every time I watch shows like selling sunset and I'm sure being a real estate agent, you're like, you probably go into homes and you're like, well, I live in a piece of sh- garbage shit. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like there are homes where you walk in and you're like, oh God, this is my dream home. Like I would kill to have this home. Like I love it so much. And then there's times where I'm like, you see the worst of the worst too. Like you see the hoarder homes, you see the homes that have not been taken care of at all. Like you see, you get both sides. So then there's some days where I come home. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for the house that I live in. Like, I'm so grateful for where, you know what I mean? Like, and then there's other times where I'm like, oh, well, we're never going to live like this, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I bet. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. Well, speaking of lavish, things in life. We have both been on trips recently. And so let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk. Okay. Tell us about your freaking Mexico trip. Cause I was following all your stories. Like, holy crap, this place you stayed at is gorgeous. Oh my no. Like, first of all, you guys, I know people that follow us on Insta already know this, but if you don't, my husband won an all expense paid trip to Mexico, to the Riviera, to this resort that was like, unlike anything I've ever seen before. And just, we didn't have to spend a dime food, drinks, airfare, everything was taken care of five nights in this beautiful place. Um, it was actually a miracle that I could go. I mean, with all the health crap and everything, when he won it back at the beginning of the year, we were like, well, okay. Because that was something I showed up at Brittany's house one day and like, we just got talking about different stuff and she brought this trip up and she's like, Mark won this trip. And I'm not even going to be able to go like, look at me. Like I'm in such a bad way. How am I ever going to be able to go? And I think that was what in like January. Yeah. Yeah. Like you've come such a long way since January. And it ended up being like a a straight up miracle, you guys, because it was, we had, we were going, like, it just so happened that we were going the week, like my stupid period ended. And so it was like, that's kind of a sweet spot. Yeah. Like the hormones are back to normal. And anyway, so flying was really, really difficult to be honest, but, um, but once we made it there and like getting through customs was really crazy. Like my system was very overwhelmed, like six and a half hours of flying. So my system was really overwhelmed, um, up and down. We had a, you know, layover or whatever. And, um, but once we got there, like Mark and I actually both like just crashed out on the bed for like an hour or two and to kind of like reset. And then I really did really well. Like I was pretty low symptoms. Um, it just ended up being perfect. You guys, like this was actual paradise. 
paradise. Like every inch of this resort you walked through was paradise. It just was so beautiful. Mark and I have not had a vacation since we got married and went on a honeymoon by ourselves nine years ago. Okay. Well, when you have a million children, <laughs> yeah, so any trip we've ever done is like Disneyland, um, big camping trips, Bear Lake with all the kids. I mean, yes, no, we, totally. didn't know what to do with ourselves. we did not even know what to do with ourselves. Oh my hell. We were like this, like, we were like, Oh, we're just, we're going to breakfast. Okay. We're just going to breakfast. We're just walking out of the room. Oh, okay. Just us two. We can actually leave yes. and not pack a bag or <laughs> yeah. We don't need diapers. We don't wait. We're just going, we're just going. Then we're going to get there. And then we're going to just eat by ourselves. And then we're just going to actually get up and then walk away. And it's, there's not going to be one ounce of stress. Like we didn't even, what is this life? What's going on here? Like I never wanted to come home. You guys, the Caribbean ocean. Like I've never been to the Caribbean before. Like I've been to Florida and things like that, but never, Oh my God. It's such a different, just paradise. The white sands. It was like a picture. I mean, anyway, we just had the best time of our lives. We connected so much deeper in our marriage. Um, you know, Mark and I have been through it. We've been through a lot. It's blended family, all the things. And like my recently just illness that puts a lot of stress on, um, on a marriage illness. I mean, yeah. And, and he's always been my rock through it. Like really, I don't, sometimes he's like, I'm always like, Oh my God, I don't know through this alone, you know, just sticking by my side through it. But the fact that I got there and we had such a good time and then to connect on that deeper level. I mean, even since we've been home now for weeks, it's, we're just on a different playing field. Which is huge. It's huge for our marriage. It's huge for my soul. I mean, I just, everything about me needed it. It was amazing. There were like, I don't know. And I like, I like found my sexy again. I feel like suits. Like I just, I bought some dresses for when we went to dinner and I just, it was like, I, I had the time to be Brittany. I had the time to do my hair, to put on my makeup, to feel gorgeous, to go out and just be myself and not mom. Yes. But so like so much at home. I feel like us women do not get that time or we're not like, we can't take the time to do that kind of stuff. No, not as moms, especially as moms, I feel like. And, and, and it was honestly with like, even Mark was just a different person. I mean, he was so complimentary, so handsy. It was like, he would just be like, baby, you're so gorgeous. Da, da, da. Like even him, he's like, not like I always look like a rat at home, but he's not used to that. Like, it was just, we both were like in our elements and, like awesome alone time together. If you get my dread, I mean, just, it was like, yeah, like, mm, like I don't even, oh my gosh, I had to make a video of the whole experience and like whatever. Cause I like to look back on it and just watch it. And just, it brings my brain right back there mm-hmm. to just on the beach with him. Like we had so many laughs. Oh my God. One time I got to tell this story. We're on the beach. There's this old couple behind us. And we just keep hearing like this slapping sound. Okay. Like I'm going to do, I'm going to stand up and do it on my legs. If you can hear this. Okay. Like that. We just kept hearing this like smacking sound and we kind of turn around and I'm like, Oh babe. Oh my no. God. So there's this older couple, right? This is not nudity. You want to see people. Okay. <clears throat> For the record. It's not. There's this older couple. Okay. He is like, he has her so oiled up. She's like laying on her stomach. He has her so freaking oiled up, so oily. You could see it. You're like, I needed my sunglasses. The oil, the sun was shining off the oil. It was nuts. Her whole, I'm like, is that her ass crack? 
is that her ass crack. He had her little bottoms pulled down mid ass. I mean, there was so much. This isn't like getting in there. This wasn't even like muffin top. This was like, I don't even know. It was like if you made a giant thing and the cake was like coming over the pan and it was just everything was just falling out. Like, that's what I'm saying. This was was her booty over her. Yes. And her whole butt crack. Like you could see her ass crack. And he was rubbing. (laughs) Everybody's butt needs to get tan, Brittany. Come on. Did you not get your butt tan in Mexico? I mean, I mean, (laughs) not like that. He, so he's rubbing her up and down two hours, two hours. And every couple, like maybe once every minute, it would just be that he'd be smacking up and down her body, the lotion, they had music going. And then then after an hour, he flipped her over. He flipped her over and he did the front side and it was all hanging out. He was rubbing over her toddies. He was going to town. And this little guy's in a Speedo. And when I say they're old, I mean, they were probably in their 70s. Good for a- them. Look at them connect. <laughs> oh, my God. He turned around. Mars like, oh. we, were, we were dying. We were laughing so hard. It just kept going. Like, that's our joke between us now, is that we'll just slap our legs. Like, anytime <laughs> like, we're in the bedroom or, like, brushing our teeth or whatever. It's like, we'll never get that sound out of our out of our ears. It's burnt into our ears. I hope you don't. And I hope when you guys are 70 and you go back to visit, you're the old couple that's showing it all on the beach. (laughs) Oh my God. The other day, it was like the other week during my period, I was having kind of a harder week, like symptoms, whatever. And I messaged him and I was just like, you know, he's like, how are you doing? He was at work. And I'm like, babe, layout today kind of sucks, whatever. And, um, I was like, I just take me back to Mexico or whatever. And he sent me this text and he's like, oh yeah, baby, we're growing old together. And I'm going to go smack up your body in Mexico. <laughs> the oil, so much oil. And then we were just laughing. We'll never forget oh my that. God. Freaking burnt into my eyeballs. This was not nudity you wanted to see either. It was. Well, I'm pretty sure that most of the time the nudity, nudity, like on the nude beaches, all of that is not the nudity that everybody wants to see like the no. people that seem very comfortable with their bodies to be nude are typically not the bodies that people like it's not swimsuit models no. walking around out there nude like that's not that's not the case but yeah it was a dream it was a dream I will never forget that experience we just ate amazing food had good time it was just beautiful oh so good that's awesome. Yeah. What about you guys? Cause you guys have been on a cruise. Okay. So Brad and I went on a cruise in March for my birthday. Um, we did a Virgin voyage cruise, which we had never done before. We've cruised with, let's see carnival. And then we did a Disney cruise last year with our kids. We've gone with carnival a couple of times, but, um, we chose Virgin voyages because it's adult only and we yeah. were traveling without our kids. So we thought that that would be like a fun And it was just different, right? Yeah. Um, We took like a Mexican cruise or whatever. Like we went to Cozumel and then, well, we went to Bimini as well because Virgin has like a, I think they own like a resort there. So they have like a private beach. So we went and hung out on the beach there, but the cruise was so different than any cruise we've taken before. Like Carnival is so relaxed. It's a party ship. Like, and they do have a lot of like, entertainment that's party and like there's always something going on right um we probably should have done a little bit more research before we went on 
Virgin Voyage. It was a really, it was a really good time. Like it was super fun, but it was so different. And we really did not like research anything before we went. Okay. Um, so was it different? Yeah. Like what, what do you mean? Cause I've been on one cruise. Okay. So and- yeah. Who did you go with? I think we, I think it was Royal Caribbean. Okay. Royal. And I hear really good things with Royal. We've never been on Royal, but I've so heard great things with them. I have to like relate it to, like, I don't know. So tell okay. us like, how is it different. Well, okay. So here was one of the things usually like, okay, well, with carnival, like we'd get up, we'd go to the buffet, get lunch or what, you know, breakfast and then lunch, they have like some different dining options. And then they have like restaurants there that you can pay a little extra money to like go to a nice steak restaurant or whatever on the cruise line. Right. Okay. Um, and then usually for dinner on different cruise lines, you're going to like their dining room and you almost sit in the same place or you have the same waiters, right? Like, yeah. um, Virgin is totally different. So they have, I think it was seven restaurants on board. They do not have a buffet. Um, yes. So they have, they do have like kind of buffet ish where like you don't get in line. So every morning for breakfast, you go up, you find a table. There's like this little thing on your, like a little stand on your table and you put the flag up and someone comes and takes your order. And there's a bunch of different restaurants so you can order stuff. So like you can have an omelet, you can have sushi, you can have pancakes, you can like, there's there's a ton of different options. And I feel like a lot of it is European. Okay. There. Like, um, and it was really, it was really yummy, you know? So you, someone's ordering it and then they're, it's being delivered to your table. Like you could not go up and just order from yeah. a place. Um, so that was kind of different. And then your dinners, like <laughs> you make reservations at these restaurants, it's all included, but you make reservations at these different restaurants. And mm-hmm. I mean, they're all like, there's, Korean barbecue and Mexican and Italian and um the razzle dazzle which I think is kind of like a I think it was American like kind of food um I'm trying to think of it we even ate there anyway there's like the test kitchen which is like really out there food which we didn't even eat there at because I'm a little bit of a pickier eater and I knew (laughs) I wasn't like people were like oh my gosh they made like this beet foam stuff like they're doing like they're testing all these like weird things and I'm just like I'm not that adventurous of an eater so (laughs) I'm out um but it was really like it was really different like everywhere else we've been like the cruise ship gets into port and they make an announcement like we're here Um, and you kind of get off the ship and you have so many hours to like do your thing there, like shop or do an excursion or do whatever. And then you, you've got to be back on ship because if you've never been on a cruise before, if you do not make it back to the ship on time, they will leave you. She's gone. gone. Sorry. You can catch a flight to pick it up at the next port or you can fly home. Like you're done. Like, but with this one, and I'm sure a lot of it has to do with the locations that we went to, but we had like all day, like we didn't have to be back on the ship, I think, in Cozumel till like 8 p.m. Oh, wow. And like they never made an announcement in the morning, like with Disney. Oh, my God, girl. Like that was one of the, like our Disney cruise was really fun, too. But when we got into any port, it was like an early morning announcement. Like, hey, we've made it to port. And I'm like, shut up. Like, yeah. I am still <laughs> sleeping. Like, I do not do not wake me up at 7 a.m. to tell me like we made it here. Like, shut up. And this they just totally treat you like an adult. Like. They just figure like, hey, you're you made it on board, like you will figure it out. You will get it. Like it was so different, but it was really fun. Like the main 
there's always like usually a main person in charge of like your entertainment on a cruise yeah. ship. Yeah. Like, the entertainment director or whatever. Like, so Virgin has 13 on the ship. So like they kind of split it up and there's always someone around doing something, but their like main person was Carlos, the drag queen. And oh, oh my gosh, it was so funny. So many people were like so flamboyantly gay, but it made it like so fun. Like it was, yeah. we had a great time. It was super fun. It was very different. Um, did they still do- have like, did they still have like, you know, cruise ships will have like shows and like casinos and like all the things on board. Yes. So, so I felt like they had a casino, but I felt like it was smaller than some of the other casinos that like carnival has, I feel like their casino is pretty decent sized, but this Virgin Voyage, I felt like their casino was a smaller area, but they do have shows like, and their shows really are top notch. Like they have acrobatic shows. They have like, they had some weird cat show that we went to like the the last night. It was so odd. Like some cat was like on a screen, like, and they're doing like dancing and different stuff, but like, it's probably would be a great show if you were high. Like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you were high, you'd just be like, oh my gosh, look at all these colors, like all this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, but as a normal person, you're like, what the hell is going on here? And like, you're I'm like, I just even... got an edible on the boat. I don't. Know. <laughs> yes. I was after like, I had my beat phone, what? Yeah. I went and watched the cat show after my beat phone. <laughs> for real though, for real. It was like the cat would come in and be like, because it was just like open floor. Like they had pushed all of the seats back. So it's an open floor where like they're moving like the dance floor like around and they want you to like join in and all like oh. it was. And this cat like kept coming up and it's like, don't put your drink on the floor. Don't be an asshole. Like, <laughs> No one wants to step in a drink that got spilled, you know, just like <laughs> it was like a very interesting, like they have a pajama night oh, and it's all adults. So like, these are things that I'm telling you, I didn't plan for. So I'm like, I mean, I brought like Victoria's Secret pajamas, but they're like silky long pajamas. <laughs> they're like yeah. the pants and the top, right? Like, yeah. And there's people in full blown like lingerie out there like oh my gosh and then there, there would be me that just like in mark's old t-shirt I'm like oh shit i wasn't prepared for this well okay so t-shirt. if you i i don't know if i've mentioned this on an episode before i feel like i probably have but like brad and i usually sleep nude yeah but, like i don't have a ton of pajamas out there right like yeah. i have lingerie but i'm not gonna like i'm not super comfortable in just like wearing that out like hey here i am <laughs> Hey guys. we're all just adults let's be naked together like can i go get some beat foam it's no big deal yes. <laughs> um a champagne and a beat foam over here please yes. um well, my so it was like my top <laughs> <laughs> it was like a very it was a very different experience brad and i i swear we say this like on every cruise we take by ourselves. like that was really fun but it probably would have been more fun had we gone with friends you know, like so it was just you two. I was, it was ask. just us two. And okay. it's always like, it's a good time on cruises that we've taken by ourselves before. Like we always end up finding one or two other couples that we click with and we'll like go to the comedy show at night together, which I feel like Carnival's the only one that does that. And I don't know why, because the comedy shows are like the best thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, well, like on Carnival, we're always seeing like the adult show at the end of the night and getting out at 2 p.m. and like rushing to get a pizza before we go bed to bed, you know? Yeah. And so that wasn't a thing on this show. That's not a thing. So all you can eat all night fries and pizza. Yes, they do have pizza and the pizza is freaking delicious. It's oh, like, okay. it's like an oven 
like an, a pizza oven on the ship and they're like baking it in the pizza. It was the pizza was delicious. The food, honestly, like the food that we had there was so good. Okay. Everything was super good. But I felt like the entertainment kind of died off at 11 p.m., which is also like, OK, that's totally fine. But like at 11, p- we were going to bed every night, like on every other cruise, we're going to bed at like 2, 3 p.m. Right. And here we're going to bed at like 1030. Like we're ordering room service every night and we're like watching a movie every night. Well, you're like, listen, this is an adult cruise. Everyone's tired. Yes. We're all at Everybody's getting away from their life and actually want sleep. Okay. Like we want to be able to sleep. So it was very, like, it was very different. It was really fun. It just, there's pros and cons to every cruise we've been on. Right. Yeah. And this one was yeah. like pros and cons. So like, it was really fun. I would definitely go again, but I don't think that I would do a virgin voyage without friends. So interesting. So my ex is taking my kids in October for like fall break or whatever on a cruise. So it's their very oh. cruise and he's doing, um, oh my gosh, this ship was insane. It's called like the voyage of the seas or something. I don't even know. It's like they fly out of Florida. Okay. Yeah. So they fly out of Florida and it's like a Caribbean, whatever. I don't even know. Who's the cruise line. Is that, is it Royal? I don't know. I just know that this ship is called Voyage of the Seas. And and Ava, my 13-year-old daughter, was showing me there's like a video of the ship and I'm dying at this ship. I'm like, what? This thing looks like just fabulous. Anyway, I'm like, you guys are going to have the best time. See, right now, like a cruise, I love our cruises I've ever been on. I've been amazing. Yeah. But it's like, now I I have like a weird fear of a cruise. Cause it's like when you've lived a dizzy life for nine months, you're like, Oh shit. Totally. The last thing I need is be like seasick or to be seasick. Like, totally. Like I'll walk up through the grocery store sometimes just like buying some groceries. And I feel like I'm walking on the ocean. So it's like, Ugh. and there's nothing worse. Like I, I realized. So when we went on our Disney cruise, we snorkeled and well, okay. So we've been on like some of our cruises before we've gone and we've snorkeled, but it's always been like, we're walking into the water and we're snorkeling like off the shore. Right. Yes. So when we went on our Disney cruise, we snorkeled, we took like a small boat out and then snorkeled in the ocean. And then we did kind of the same thing on this cruise. Well, on our Disney cruise, we took a small boat out and I do tend to get seasick. However, I'm like wearing the patch behind like this, you know, scopolamine patch. I think that's what they're called. And so, you know, on the big ship, I'm totally fine. Like I've never been seasick on the big ship, but taking the small ship out, like by the time we got out where we were going to snorkel, I was like, oh, I'm already not feeling great. I need to get in the water. Like I'm, I'm hot. I'm overheat. Like I need to get in the water, but not thinking like, well, you're, you're sitting on top of the water when you're snorkeling. Like, so the waves are still getting you. I was so sick. I ended up throwing up on the side of the boat on that one. And then on this virgin voyage, I was like, let's go and do this again. Like that was probably a fluke. Oh, I was, I did not throw up, but I was totally seasick. No. Yeah. So I was like, that sucks. Like, I guess I'm just not meant to like, like snorkel off of a shit. Like if we're going, if we're walking off of the shore, I'm all fine and dandy, but it's like the boat ride that makes me so nauseous. Cool. So you, do you feel that like you're nauseous and you feel a little bit almost like vertigo y? Yes. Totally. That is literally like, that's my life when I that's have like vestibular migraines, what it feels like when oh you're, my God. yeah, no, that's what I always say to people. I'm like, have you ever been seasick? Because when you're in a vestibular migraine, that is exactly what my life feels like, but I'm just standing in my kitchen and you feel like you're swaying and your body's moving. 
oh, it's the devil. Oh, and I, that's and horrible. I'm so long now that I'm like, I'm kind of getting used to it. It's like, oh, here we go again. Dumb bitch. Like, <laughs> you know, I, that's what I call it. My symptoms, I just like tell them to fuck off and call them swear words. <laughs> like, I literally will be walking in a grocery store and you'll kind of get that weird, your vestibular system can like trip you out and make you get like, you're walking on weights or something. Yes. It's- it's terrible because it is kind of that way like when you leave the ship like you're kind of used to that like if you're on a few days on the ship you like leave and you're on land and you're like oh I still feel like I'm kind of moving but that's like way less than what you were feeling you know because you're like oh that was like I still feel like I'm kind of moving but it's not like the seasick kind of oh that's awful I did have one like embarrassing thing happen while we were on our cruise (laughs) okay let's hear it Oh my gosh. I was like the middle of the day and we were out just like doing our thing. They, they have like, uh, an arcade. That's what, that's the word. They have like an arcade and all this stuff, like place to play board games, all this stuff. Um, shuffleboard this area. Anyway, I was like, I have to pee so bad. Right. So I'm like, I got to find the bathroom. So I'm like walking down and you know, there's like a little hallway or like a little offshoot where I look to my right and there it says men. It has like a man men sign. And then to my right, the door is actually open and I can see two stalls. So I was like, oh, the women. So I just go in, close the stall. Like there's just two stalls. I go in, pee, get out. I'm washing my hands. The door's still open. This guy like walks up. He stares at me like he walks in, stares at me, backs up a little bit, looks at the door. And then just walks forward and he's giggling. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm in another men's room. I am in the men's room. So I walk out and I'm like, but I swear, like, I didn't see the sign on this door. But I like, I looked. the other one's men's. Why would there be two men's here? So I'm walking out. I'm like, oh, this is this is totally the men's room. Oh my and God. across the way was like a handicap stall. <laughs> so it was all like both men's. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I hope I do not run into this guy again on the ship. I was like, that is... <laughs> you know what I was like not done. horrible but I was also like there's no urinals like nothing to like tip me off but maybe they don't have them on the cruise ship I don't know like anything about it do you know what I would have done if I was at the sink and that happened I was just like washing my hands and he looked at me and kind of chuckled I would just go in the lowest voice I knew how to do and I'd be like what <laughs> right like I wish I could drop my voice and be like hey dude like <laughs> what's up bro <laughs> Just like you, you just make him so confused. You're just like, he's like, that is the prettiest, like transgender I've ever seen in my life. Like, so anyone early. can use the bathrooms now. It's totally fine, you guys. So <laughs> That's the best transition I've ever seen. What? <laughs> oh my god. I was like, oh, I just left. I'm like, oh shit. Like, I hope I don't run into this guy again. He's okay, like, okay, that's the girl that was in the men's bathroom. Now that that's a huge deal, but I'm like, oh, okay. No, at least like only two stalls. At least it wasn't like a really massively busy men's room. It wasn't like 40. Like my husband did one time at the rodeo, like years, not with me. Like this was like when he was in his 20s, like when back in the day. He went to a rodeo, he got drunk and was like, I have to pee. Went into the bathroom. I don't know how, like, with, it had a ton of stalls and I don't know how there wasn't like a woman washing her hands at the sink, but there wasn't. So he went to the bathroom that is so funny. and then came out and there's like a bunch of women at the sink. And he was like, oh my gosh. So he went back in the stall, closed the door. He's like trying to call everybody. Like somebody <laughs> bring me a newspaper, like someone bring me something. And he couldn't get a hold of anyone because it's loud. No one heard their phone. So finally he was like, well, 
I guess I'm just walking out. You're like, I'm going to die in here. I'm going to yeah. die. I'll be um, here till close. So That's so funny. All of a sudden, you just hear a bunch of women screaming. It's Brad just walks out. Um, I think we had like a funny, besides like the people slapping each other up for two hours, the other funny story we had that in, involved Mark and I, we in Mexico, we literally got chased by raccoons. What? I'm not kidding. It was the scariest shit I've ever even experienced. So there's animals just running wild everywhere in Mexico, like these yeah. cute little critters, all the things. But one night we came back like pretty late after an event we were at for because his company. So there was like a bunch of other people that won this trip from the different dealerships and whatever. Okay. We were at this event or whatever, and we were coming back and it was pretty late. And um, and we were on the third floor of our resort. And so we come out the bottom and there's like a couple raccoons just kind of chill. I've never been that close to a raccoon, right? Right. Me neither. Yeah, they might be cute, but like those little bitches are like, they have rabies, like, you know what I mean? And so I, I kind of got startled and I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, babe, what do we do? Like, do we just walk past them? And they kind of like got up and kind of like, right? Like on their hind legs a little bit and kind of, and I was like, oh shit, I'm out. Bye. And I just, yeah, I just took off behind and like Mark followed and I'm like, we got to get upstairs. So we hit a flight of stairs and went up to the second floor. So then we went over to the balcony to look down on these raccoons and like watch them. And they came over like underneath the balcony on their hind legs again, almost like, cause of course my husband's going like freaking calling them. And so they come over and then we're watching them. And I'm like, that is so creepy. I, can they climb? Like, I got to get out of here. I'm getting kind of like sketched out. And then we look over to our right. There's more raccoons right beside us coming on that level. I was like, oh my God, babe. The first ones were just to distract you. <laughs> oh yeah, no. No, this was like, if there was like some sort of video game called like Raccoon Run, like we were freaking in it. Like, oh my God. <laughs> then, so we see these guys coming up beside us and I'm like, oh my God, I'm out of here. I just kept leaving more. I'm like, I'm out. I'm running. Like they will get you and then you get rabies and I'm out. And so I hit another flight of stairs, went up to the third level. There were more on the third level. They were like all over the hotel. We, we haven't seen this every night. This was like one of the last nights. Oh my we were- God. And what we realize is that people will take their room service plates and put them outside their door. Oh, yep. yes. The raccoons were just coming. So feeding them. Yeah. So now they're on all levels. We, we were running, running from raccoons. They were running after us on the, finally on the third floor. We get to our hotel and we dart in there. We're like, get the key. And we're like, there is no key. It's like on our wrist. It was like a bracelet. Oh, yes. Smacking our wrist against the door. We get in there. We shut the door. We're looking out the peephole. We're just like, oh my God, I'm never coming out again. And uh, anyway, we were laughing. Oh my God. So hard. But this was the best part is like, I was running and Mark was like trying to act all manly. He's like walking like pretty fast. He's like, like it's, stop it's it. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Wait, slow down. But I saw him. He was looking over his shoulder a lot. He had the fear and in his eyes for sure. And then his speed picked up and then he was running behind me. <laughs> He was. So he acted like he was all tough and manly. And then we got in the room. We were dying laughing. I was like, I'm never going out at night again. This was too much. Oh my God. Do you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of like pretending that like a murderer is chasing you. Do you know what I mean? And you're like, hurry, we have to get in. Like we have to get, at least you guys know that you're going to survive. Like you're going to be able to get into the house and like close and lock the door. (laughs) 
you survived oh, it. Like you're good. I started having just terrible thoughts of like getting bit by a rabid raccoon and then having to go to a, a Mexican hospital. Like I don't know. Nobody is speaking English to me. Like, you have to stay for two months. You have rabies. <laughs> I was leaving his ass in the dust. I was like, this could be you're on your own. Every like, man Mark for themselves. <laughs> Mark looks Hispanic. He's fine here. I got to go. <laughs> he blends right in. Oh my gosh. But the best oh, part God. is you in Mexico, like you can't drink the water. Right. So, right. Um, crap. I think I just woke up a kid. So I was laughing too hard. Um, but you can't drink the water, right? So in this resort, because it's such a nice resort, they have the whole resort, like a, fil- a filtration system, right? Oh, yes. So they give you these like giant, really pretty, like glass fancy bottles, like that are just really tall and huge. And then you go out and in every hallway, there's like a fill, a fill station. Oh, you okay. Fill up your water bottles and just reuse them and whatever. And after this raccoon thing, I'm like, I'm going to be dehydrated. Like I'm, I can't go out there. I did. I made Mark. I'm like, you got to go fill up our bottles. We had no water for the night. Sorry, like, I'm not, I'm not leaving the room. I did. He's like, you got to have my back. Watch me. I'm like, make a sound if they're coming. Have my six. Okay. <laughs> I was like, or I'm going to slam the door shut again. And you're on your own. Like I can't <laughs> <laughs> look if they're following you. I don't, they're, they've got to be at least three steps behind or I'm not opening the door. Okay. Oh no. I know. Oh, anyway. oh my God. How fun. Traveling's okay. the funnest. Let's wrap it up with like, I don't know, girl, momming. Momming is like kicking my ass lately. Oh my God. I just like, to be honest with you, the last like few weeks, I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm dreading summer and the girls being out because they've had such an attitude lately. And I think it's just because everyone's like in a school year, there's been a million things going on. And so everyone has an attitude. Everyone's ready for summer, but I'm like, how are we going to survive summer if you guys are already acting like this? I know it's the same in my house. I don't, it's like something's in the air. I don't get it. Yes. I don't get it at all. I'm it's scared. Something. Me too. Me too. And Scotty just got, she graduated kindergarten today. So she's home. And then Izzy's home starting on Friday. Are your kids out? No, they are out like the first week of June. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they had another week, but um, you. I just feel like I, all the ages right now are kicking my ass because I'm trying to juggle healing and it's such an intense like process for me as it is. Yeah. But then I've got, you know, Axel's too. So that little dude, I love him to death. He's nuts. He's all over the place. He's wild. He's a wild boy. And so he's a handful in itself like that. But then like Hazel, you know, she's five and a half. She's like right in that freaking attitude stage where it's like, oh, yeah. Nothing I do is ever good enough. She's either my best friend or my enemy. Oh, totally. Scotty's in that same phase. It's like, do you ever feel like nothing you ever do is good enough? We need to have an episode on I swear. Totally. Scotty will be like, we will have literally done everything like today. We had freaking graduation, like all these things, like, right. I did all these things with her. Like she had such a fun day. And then one thing goes wrong and she's like, I hate this day. This is the worst day. And I'm like, what's it? Yes. Was it the worst day? Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, Mark and I look at each other sometime and we're like, God help her husband. Like, what is happening? <laughs> God help her husband. Like, she'll be like, 
mom, can I have a pear? And I'm like, yeah, hang on a second. Cause I'm doing some dishes. I'll have the pear already cut up, but I didn't grab the bowl yet. And like put it in the bowl. And she's like, why is my pear not on the table? And I'm like, oh, sorry, master. First of all, talk to me differently. Like it's just right. Every little thing is attitude from the minute she wakes up. Like nothing makes her happy. It's like, nothing is ever. I'm like, you literally, I am a woman. And like, now I understand why men say women are difficult. Like, what are you doing? I know. I know. And Scotty's like, I'm like, girl, you're six now. Like you can do some things by yourself. Like you can get your own snack out of the garage, like off the shelf. Like you can, you can get your own. Like, I don't need to be doing this stuff for you. Like you can do some stuff by yourself. And she's like, I can't, like, I just, I need help. And I'm like, (laughs) you don't like, you don't need the help. You don't, but she's, oh, I know. Or it's like weird behaviors. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, go brush your teeth. And then she'll just stand in the hallway, like pouting. And I'm like, what, what just happened? What did I miss? Yes. You just want me to brush my teeth and you hate me. And I'm like, I don't even understand what just happened. I'm actually blindsided by this behavior. I don't even understand what's going on. Like it is the most confusing thing ever. It is it's, it's the dumbest shit. It's it so is. weird. It's so wild. Yeah. Their age. And then you get into the teenagers where it's like, I don't even know. I love my girls. Like they are my little besties, but it's like, we're going through some phases of like depression things, figuring out those teenage hormones. Oh yeah. Whatever. Like it's kicking my ass. Cause it's like, if it's not one, it's the other. It's not the other. It's the other. like, I'm on all different levels. I tell Mark sometimes I'm like, I am on all levels of parenting. You are. And healing myself and the housework and, yep. you know, keeping the marriage alive. And it's like, it's just overwhelming. Oh, it is totally, totally trying to juggle all of that. And you do have like every phase, right? You've got every phase going on, which is, it's just, Oh my God, it's a lot. You always hope like every phase gets a little easier and it doesn't, it's like, it's easier in some ways. And then much more difficult in other ways, every single freaking phase, but you have a kid in like every range. So that, that is a lot. I know we need to do an episode on that too. I think we just need to kind of bullshit about like momming and the different stages and stuff. Cause I know so many late, but then it's like, you feel like you're a shit parent or something. And it's like, no, if you only knew how many people are out here, like being parenting, but loving it, but being exhausted. Like, obviously we love our kids to death, but like, sometimes they drive us up the wall. Like that's just, that's just being a parent. Like you love them, but you also like want to murder them some days. Like, yes, I know. Um, so summer is scaring me, especially for like my, my, well, he's almost 10 now, but Declan, you know, love the kid, but it's like, he gets home from school and within 10 minutes he's bored and, oh and my gosh, and that's Scotty. Cop, yeah. Cop in the attitude, whatever. And I'm like, dude, how are we going to survive summer? You can't even entertain yourself for 10 minutes after you've been in school all day. Yeah. Yep. It's the craziest thing. Oh my gosh. It's like in the car. Like we'll be in the car for 10 minutes. Scotty's like, oh, I'm just, I'm so bored. Can I have your phone? I'm like, no. We're literally going to be in the car for five more minutes. She's like, but I, I am really bored. I'm like, look out the window and find some clouds. Tell me what you see in the clouds. And she's like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Oh gosh, no. Try well, again. Then I guess you're going to be bored. I know sometimes I just look at all of them and I'm like, it's weird because we're not raising our kids in like an entitled environment. It's not like we're the parents that are like spoiling our kids rotten and doing all these things. And sometimes I just go, especially with that age, right. With, with the five and the six year old, I'm like, where is this coming from that you just think you just own this place and I am your servant and you can just treat me like a pile of shit half the time. Totally. Weirdest thing. It is so weird. We have to do a whole episode on parenting because 
that's a whole thing. And we'll have to do parenting, especially through the summer and what's going on. And do we have a plan in place? And then at the end of summer, we'll go through and say how that actually worked out. I had someone tell me the other day, well, you need to do like summer sticks, like board sticks. And then they pull out like the popsicle sticks. If they're bored, you hand them the jar and they have to do whatever it is. And I'm like, that's a great idea, except some of my kids will like flick that stick at my head and be like, it doesn't like, they'll be like, nope. You know yes, I mean? because you go through that. Like your kids are like, I'm bored. Okay. Go outside and ride your bike. I don't want to do that. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you get the chalk out? I don't want to do that. Why don't you go draw? I don't want to do that. Go read a book. No, I don't want to do like, you're kind of already going through that list and they're like, mm, yeah, no. Don't jump on the cliff. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh. Well, I have a new idea. Mommy's going to go for a bike ride. Bye. And we just yeah. go on. Don't ask me again, or you're going to do a chore. I know. I know. Help us all. It's almost summertime. I don't know. This year I'm different. I'm not the mom. I'm like, and I told my kids that like, you guys are used to a mom who's running you everywhere, going everywhere. Go, 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 go. Well, some days mom is a little dizzier and it's hard to drive the car still haven't conquered going on the freeway you guys, but I have driven the farthest I've ever driven this last month when I picked up Mark from the airport. So some days Yeah. Some days I can do it and other days I can't. And I just had to tell my kids, like, you're going to have to roll with the punches here. You know, you're going to have to roll with the punches. Like we're not going to be able to do all the things all the time. So we'll see how this summer goes. I'm going to have to honestly probably good for them. Like that's, it's okay. Like I've kind of thought the same thing. Like we probably need to like slow down a little bit and we don't need to be running all the time. No, I know. Well, we'll, um, we've got some good episode ideas coming up. I'm so glad we just got to bullshit. Thanks guys for sitting here. And if you're folding your laundry, doing your dishes, just laying on your bed, whatever you're doing, listening to Brit and Wit, we love you. We are yeah, so- we're glad you're here with us. I know it's fun to just bullshit with each other. Um, and if you ever have ideas or topics you want to hear us talk about, write us on social media, email the podcast, whatever we would love to hear. Um, we're always open to ideas for episodes. So yeah. So until next time, guys, let's keep it real.